0: Welcome to Black People Love Paramore, a podcast where we try to make Black people feel seen. Please rate us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, five-star only, because we are five-star bitches. We're Gotti. I'm your host, Sequoia, and today joining me to talk about superstitions, we have a very special guest, Les from Balance Black Girl. Les, please introduce yourself.
1: Hi, thank you for having me. First of all, I'm definitely going to borrow five stars only because please we don't need any four star or below energy. It's just unacceptable. Why would y'all do that? It's unnecessary. I don't appreciate it. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> like, no, no.
0: If y'all don't know, Les has a fantastic podcast called Balanced Black Girl, like I said, um, where she discusses all things health and wellness, mental health etc. Um I have her on this episode specifically about superstitions because Les says this thing on her podcast. She's like, I know it's a little woo-woo, but here's
1: <laughs> but here's
0: my thoughts on whatever. And I'm like, superstitions very much fall in that. It's a little woo-woo category. So let's talk woo-woo with Les. We we love that. Thank you for agreeing to talk woo-woo with me Les.
1: Oh, I'm happy to talk woo woo with you anytime.
0: <laughs> I love that. Okay, before we get into superstitions, we have In My Defense. In My Defense is a segment where we bring one controversial opinion and we defend it for you all. I lightly have an In My Defense this week, but Les, do you have one? If not, I will start. I do have one. I'm I'm ready. Don't wanna, I'm excited. I don't <laughs> want
1: to upset anybody. My opinion is that eyelash extensions are horrible. Hey, they're horrible. They're doing more <laughs> harm than good. And that brief part at the beginning of the pandemic, when none of us could get any done. Yeah, I thought I was almost excited because I thought that it was going to be the end of eyelash extensions. And it and it wasn't. So that's that's my opinion.
0: I, I can fully agree with that.
1: I'm not an eyelash extension girl
0: for a number of reasons. I've heard horror stories from friends about getting the lash extensions, waking up with their eye crusted over in the morning, like having severe allergic reactions. I talk about my roommate on this podcast all the time, and she listens, so she knows I talk about her on this podcast. She just got into eyelash extensions. And when I tell you this girl wakes up with swollen eyes every single day of the week, and I keep telling her, Tom... Perhaps you should not uh, <laughs> continue.
1: Your with eyes that. don't like it. I had a friend of mine got them back in college and back then I felt like they were a lot less common. She was the first person I knew who got them and Well, she also didn't take very good care of them. I mean, when you're like 19, probably not the most responsible, especially in like 2009, you know. right? (laughs) But that was my first seeing somebody have them. And ever since then, I'm like, no, nobody needs them. A natural lash. Falsies. I think falsies look bomb.
0: They're fine. Falsies
1: to me look so much better in different styles. They look so much better than eyelash extensions and they're not going to like ruin your eyes.
0: I... Agree with that. I'm a natural lash girl. I have my, you know, my natural lashes. If if I'm going to look at a false lash or like get a false lash, it's definitely going to be like a wispy natural. I've never gotten them. But if so, it's definitely going to be like a wispy natural situation. The full volume ones are the ones that really get me. But that's just me. Again, please. That's that's all. That's all. That's, <laughs> it. that's, all. that's it. That's all. That's it. I'm going to tell you my my defense this week. And... Y'all don't cancel me for this. Okay. Now don't, don't, don't be acting strange. I know we hate Daniel Caesar. I know we do. Daniel Caesar decided that yes, Jules, his white queen (laughs) was worth (laughs) taking his whole career down for. He said, if you bitches want to cancel me behind yes, Jules and go for it. And we said, okay, that's, that's definitely fine. Like if you, that's definitely fine. You don't have to say it again. You don't have to speak twice. We'll definitely do that for you, please. Now, me and my boyfriend have been revisiting Freudian this week, and when I tell you Freudian is a fucking masterpiece, it's so good. It's my favorite R and B album, and it's hard to call it R and B. It like skews gospel a little bit. It's my favorite R and B album since Confessions in two thousand four. I adore it. I wish that he had just kept his mouth closed. Was it worth it, Daniel? Was it worth it? Because I don't think that it was. You went down behind this white woman who literally never said anything about you while you were getting dragged up and down the internet behind her ass. She had nothing to say. Was it worth it? No. Am I still going to listen to Freudian? Yes. I absolutely will be listening to that. I'm sure a lot of you understand and also probably listen to Because why well, he did is stupid on his part? But it's not egregious in that we don't have to listen anymore. So that's where I'm at. Thank you, Daniel Caesar. I feel for that. For
1: yeah. I feel that. I Daniel Caesar is so talented. I love his music. And when that all went down, I was like, why, why would you do that? Why? You could have been silent.
0: You know how easy it is to not? It's pretty easy to not. Well, right. coming from me, it's kind of not easy to not, tbh. But yeah, no, <laughs> it's it's a little. It's, it's. I imagine we have a lot on the line. It's a little bit easy to not. Maybe you should consider that next time, Dave. Especially
1: for something that like doesn't involve you. That's my thing. It's like he was not at all involved, and then inserted himself in a very unfortunate way. So it's like, why did you do that?
0: You inserted your black ass <laughs> into some <laughs> business that was not <laughs> yours. Yeah, and for why? Like, okay. I hope it was worth it. I, I, I love that for you. I hope it was worth it. Let's move on to song of the week. Do you have a
1: song that you want to to chat through, Les? Uh, okay, so I wouldn't necessarily say it's it's one song. It's a collective. More mm. of my like problematic opinions mm. is that one of my favorite albums that I still love to this day is Journals by Justin Bieber. I still oh, listen that's fair. to it constantly. 2014 to now -hmm. Mm -hmm. and several of those songs are still in my rotation and I just I can't let it go I have
0: heard many a black woman say that exact thing I did not listen to journals but I'm confident just by how many black women are like no journals journals is the one that I'm sure there's some there's some moments on there that I would enjoy as well I feel that that's fair.
1: You did. It was it was low key an R and B album. It was Bieber's R and B album, and
0: now Justin Bieber, <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber being mad at the Grammys for not putting him in the R and B category and putting him in the pop category. And this happened after Journals. This happened. I don't even remember. He should what have album been mad in twenty fourteen. You should have been mad in twenty fourteen, <laughs> Justin. Like this man has said, listen. I've been trying to give y'all black hits for a minute and y'all keep, <laughs> y'all keep sidestepping me and you go stop playing with me. You're going to put me in the R&B album. Justin, we hear you. Okay. We got it. We got it. You're, you want to, you're black. We got it. Okay. we hear you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to journals cause I haven't done that yet.
1: It is. It's good. Some of my favorite tracks, Confident is a good one. Um, Swap It Out is a good one. Heartbreaker. There's, there's so many good ones. Those are some of my favorites though. Okay.
0: Would you call it a no skips album?
1: Almost. There is a song that features R. Kelly, so that's an immediate skip. I muted I muted that one so it doesn't show up anymore. It doesn't even play, right? So that so because of that, it's not a that's an immediate skip, but the rest of the songs are great.
0: Now in 2014, why did Justin Bieber have? A, I guess that was before R. Like Surviving R. Kelly came out. Like we knew, but that was before Surviving R. Kelly came out. There, we why?
1: knew enough, though. I still we don't knew, understand. Like, we knew enough know. that <laughs> really that still was not
0: okay. So, mm, well, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and mute that one before I give it a listen. But I'm definitely yes. gonna give it a playthrough. That's a good move. My song that brought this week. All my girls like to fight by Hope Tala. It's a little bit of a mm indie it's not super indie if you watched this more recent season of Gossip Girl, or I guess the reboot of Gossip Girl, it was part of that soundtrack it's fantastic hope Tala I think she is a biracial girl from the u k when I looked at her i couldn't I didn't know she was black I thought she was Indian, but she's black and white I'm like oh interesting the way that g- genetics is insane first of all, but she's fucking fantastic like that song if you have not heard it all of you you less, go ahead and turn that on one time for the one time she's fantastic love to see it
1: i'll add it to <laughs> my list
0: okay we're gonna move into the main topic we're gonna move into black superstitions i feel like black people really are more superstitious than other folks and i have theories as to why that is this theory is a little less sunny than some other theories that I usually have on this podcast, but I think it exists. But before I get into the theories, I want to run through just some black superstitions. Les, do you have any superstitions off the top of your mind that you religiously follow or like really, really feel?
1: Yeah, I would say ones that stick out to me where I'm like, oh yeah, we still we still do that, or that was I. Definitely remember that growing up would definitely be like black eyed peas on New Year's, black eyed peas and greens on New Year's, for sure. Not putting your purse on the ground. For sure. Cause then that means you're gonna be broke. Yep. And then I don't even know if it's necessarily this one I feel like is kind of part superstition, part just like hygiene, but like inside clothes versus outside clothes.
0: Oh yeah. I feel
1: like that's part hygiene, but I do feel like there's kind of an energetic component to that. Yes. As well. For sure. Those are like the big ones for me.
0: For sure. No, that, that definitely tracks. I I heard all of those growing up. The inside clothes, outside clothes, less, but definitely heard it. And I never thought of it as an energetic thing, but that certainly makes sense. It's like we don't want the outside coming inside germs-wise yeah. and energetically. For sure, has a little bit of undercurrent of that. Absolutely. I compiled a short list of Black superstitions. I have Eating Black Eyed Peas for Good Luck on New Year's Day, Person on the floor, money out the door, of course. Fish in dreams. Did you ever hear the one about fish in dreams, Les? No, okay. I did not. Okay. The one about fish in dreams is if you dream a fish, someone's pregnant. It's like supposed to be the thing. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when oh. I was in college, my grandma called me and she was like, I had a dream of fish. And I was like, it's not me.
1: Yeah, and she's else. like Pick somebody
0: else. <laughs> don't call me. Talk about you had no damn dream of fish, girl. It's not me. <laughs> she's like, well, how do you know? I said <laughs> it's not <laughs> me. <laughs> and don't, don't, don't try to make it me. Don't look at me. None of that. I don't need the energy. That one's a crazy one. And it's always somebody's grandma who dreams of it. My And my grandma always. was right that time too. My little cousin was pregnant. We didn't know at that time. My little cousin didn't know at that time, but my little cousin was pregnant. Yes. See, she wasn't wrong. Terrifying. She wasn't wrong. So I, I that dream of fish, if my grandma called me today, I was like, oh, I dreamt of fish. I'd be like, Lord, let me go take this damn pregnancy test because <laughs> she, not, she I'm tired of this. She's not about to keep playing with me.
1: Her track record is too good.
0: It's it's clean. (laughs) Track record is clean. My God. Okay. This one, never buy your boyfriend or husband shoes as a gift because those are the shoes he'll wear when he walks out of your life. Ooh.
1: I mean, I don't buy men things anyway, so (laughs) no concerns, but good to know. (laughs) Less said, oh yeah, I've been following that one anyways, because why would I do that? I don't,
0: I don't understand. (laughs) Um, I'm putting that one to the test currently. So let's, uh, let's, let's hold, we'll, we'll circle back on that. If I have an update, <laughs> um, splitting the poll gives you bad luck. I feel like that one's not no, even black one. necessarily, right? That one's just a yeah. uh, general, you don't want to split the poll. I definitely will snatch whoever I'm with back. Should they try to split a poll with me? We're just not doing it. It's not worth the risk. What's the point? Right, right don't quite understand. If you step on a crack, you break, your, you break your mother's back. That one is like a child, a children's one. Have you heard that one?
1: I have. It's been a minute. You brought me back.
0: hmm And the ground is filled with cracks, especially in Los <laughs> Angeles. So my mom's back would have been broken plenty of many a times <laughs> over <laughs> if that one held any merit in the rest of our street. If your palms itch, you have money coming soon.
1: Have you heard that one? I have that sound that my grandma used to say stuff like that all the time. Yeah, yeah.
0: and that would explain why my palms never fucking itch. I'm gonna need (laughs) some. I'm gonna need some some itching to come to these palms soon. Use a
1: little less lotion, and then you'll Mm, like you
0: know. So you got to be dry. You have to be ashy in order to activate it.
1: (laughs) Maybe I don't know. No, that
0: definitely makes sense. I do get itchy (laughs) when I'm ashy. Yeah. I'll keep the palms of my hands dry. That's what that is. If your ears ring, someone is talking about you. Have you heard that one?
1: Kind of. I feel like, yeah. I feel like people will say, oh, their ears must've been burning, you know, or if if I'll be talking to my mom about somebody and then they'll call her and she'll be like, oh, their ears
0: Ears must've been burning. Yep. My mom says that too. And I definitely have heard that. And it's always like a... Mm, my ears ringing, who's talking about me? My mom tries to guess who it is that's talking about her. Like, girl, please. No, we're, they're not talking. They're probably not. Oh. <laughs> In preparation for this episode, I asked Garrick, like, any that he thought of. And he said, don't eat spaghetti that a woman cooks. Have you heard that one, Les? I have not. Okay, so mean? apparently there's this voodoo Not even voodoo, but like there's this witchcraft where, oh my God, this is literally disgusting. Women will put a little bit of menstrual blood in spaghetti and feed it to the man (laughs) that they want to fall in love with them because it's like a love spell and he'll like fall in love with you with the spaghetti. Y'all don't do that. Please.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it.
0: You'll go to jail behind some shit like that. I, I'm fairly certain <laughs> that that is illegal. Please don't do that.
1: Not worth it. Let them let them fall for you in other ways. They'll love you, you know, for something else.
0: If you have to feed this nigga period blood in order for him <laughs> to <laughs> want you, he simply doesn't want you. And let that go. Just that's not that's not gonna work. So those are the ones that I came up with. Of those, my favorite is the person on the floor, money out the door, because it's easy. I just don't put my purse on the floor. You know, That's an easy one to execute. I feel like some of these are a little bit harder. And so what do I do with that? Of these, which one is your favorite? Is it the New Year's one or the purse one? What's your favorite?
1: I would say the purse one too. That's the one that I probably think about the most of like, oh, if my apartment's a little messy or if I get home and I just throw my purse somewhere, that's where I constantly catch myself and be like, oh, let me hang it up or like, let me yep. put it. Almost daily, I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's the one that I just remember the most.
0: 100%. It's definitely the easiest one. And then of these, what's your least favorite or just your least favorite superstition in general, if you can think of one?
1: I mean, maybe. I think that spaghetti one is uh, <laughs> not, not something I'm running to try. <laughs> right. That was a little bit disgusting.
0: So, yeah. Of these that I believe in, the cleaning... Oh, I didn't even say this one, but cleaning your house on New Year's is also another one. Or like, because mm-hmm. you, you don't want to bring in whatever, bad times with the dirty house, some shit. I hate that one because I really be killing myself trying to make sure my house is spotless on like December 29th, December like 30th. It's stressful. I do it every single time along with my Black Eyed Peas, but it's stressful. And I just want us to leave that one alone.
1: Hi, I'm Kate Casey, an unscripted TV
0: expert. Three times a week, I interview the talent directors, producers, and hosts of television's most popular reality shows, docu-series, and documentaries. I get all the -the behind-the-scenes stories.
1: It is stressful. And you know what? I feel like black people, even outside of just at New Year's, our standards of cleanliness are just high in general. And I feel like a lot of that probably is kind of rooted in the same thing and in superstition. And I think we do kind of have an obsession with like clean, being clean. I don't think it's a bad thing. I do it just as much as everybody else. But we, it is interesting that we have kind of a cultural obsession with cleanliness in our community that I, I would like to like learn a little bit more about that and where that came from.
0: I would like to learn a little bit more about that, too. I'm trying to think of like, what, what can I possibly come up with? I have no idea why Black people just have a higher standard for cleanliness, but I know that that's certainly the truth. Yeah. When I was a child, my mom would tell me to clean something. I would clean it and she would clean it after me because she's like, this is not cleaned well enough. I'm like, I literally took Pledge wood spray (laughs) and I dusted everything. Like, I don't understand how it's not clean enough. I don't understand. My mom would be on her hands and knees like scrubbing floors when I was a child as opposed to like using a mop. She's like, the mop doesn't work well enough.
1: What? Mm -hmm.
0: Same. I'm just not getting on my hands and knees. I don't know what to tell y'all. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not doing that to clean the floors. No. So that's my least favorite, the cleaning one for sure. Okay. I'm just going to tell y'all my theory as to why I think black people are more superstitious than some other people. And it's not sunny. It's not fun, but I think it's true. I think following superstitions is a way to try to control or prevent negative things from happening to you. I think Black people are more likely to be superstitious because we often have and have had to deal with more negative outcomes because of institutionalized racism. And we don't want to feel hopeless in the matter. And so we're like, well, if I don't put my purse on the floor, I'm sure to not, you know, I'll try to mitigate some of that hardship that Black people often face monetarily. And I think it's just like a a safety blanket. Like, it just feels good. It's like, okay, I'm doing what I can to make sure my circumstances are as best as they can be, which is why I think Black people are more prone to superstitions than other folks. And I'm sure there is some actual cultural ties. Like, I'm sure lots of these superstitions actually can be traced back to continental Africa somewhere. I know that black i p s can be traced back to continental Africa um and that they came over here during the slave passage, but yeah, it's not sunny, it's not exciting, but I think that's what it is, and we are resilient people,
1: and I love that for us
0: les do you do you have a theory or a thought?
1: Yeah, I would definitely agree with that even before we started this conversation when I was thinking about. Superstition, I was thinking that they've probably been kind of a coping mechanism for our community and all that we've endured over however many generations. And then I was also thinking about why those superstitions have persisted. Mm-hmm. And I also think they've persisted and we're all so familiar with them because we have stronger kind of intergenerational connections. Like as yeah. Black people, we're often raised in community, we're often raised around our aunties and uncles and grandmas. and very closely. And so it's very easy for those things to continue to get passed down. And so I think you're absolutely right in that a lot of our circumstances are where those things kind of originated. And then I think the way that we continue to move in community is how they have persisted.
0: For sure. Okay. So I think we can all agree that that's likely where that comes from. I appreciate it. I also asked my Twitter and my Instagram what are their favorite superstitions from childhood? And I had a few that I'm just going to call out. My friend Asia says, walking around with one shoe is bad luck. Never heard that one before. Have you heard that one? No, I haven't. So, you know, most of these I had never heard of. And I'm like, I've been living life wrong entirely, huh? Because <laughs> what is this? I don't know what you're talking about. Don't open an umbrella in the house. I feel like that mm-hmm. one's just a general bad luck Friday the 13th type of vibe. You have to be quiet when you pass a cemetery. Okay. Oh. I didn't know that. Because you wake the dead. Is that what it is? That sounds like some Halloween type shit too. (laughs) Unsure. Not to put shoes on the table because someone will die. (laughs) Oh, I didn't know. It's also dirty. It's also disgusting. (laughs) Right. It can go back to that hygiene shit. Maybe black moms were like... If you don't keep your shoes off my table, you're going to die. Right. And then that's how it was <laughs> that's kind that of, came
1: from. <laughs> right. It's <was laughs> kind of
0: a game of telephone, diluted a little bit. Um, oof, this one's not fun. The devil is beating his wife when it's raining and sunny outside. Mm, okay. <laughs> I don't I don't like that one. I don't like that one at all. <laughs> That one does not sound good to me. If I walk in the kitchen with no socks or slippers, I'll get sick the next day. That one sounds vaguely familiar to me, but I'm like, mm, yeah, I understand how we arrived here, I guess. Someone replied and said the American dream. Oh, funny. LOL. Yes. <laughs> accurate. Certainly a myth. I don't know if it's a superstition, but it's definitely a myth. Right.
1: Absolutely.
0: We had something like that in our family. Turns out my grandmother worked at a slipper factory when she first came <laughs> to this country. Okay. I guess the slipper the slipper folks know. <laughs> also, black people love a house shoe. Maybe that's oh, that is a always, thing. Black always people, a house yes, shoe. always yeah. a house shoe. So mm-hmm. maybe that's where that comes from. Like Yeah. You can't walk that in the kitchen make with sense. no shoes on. That definitely tracks. I definitely get that. Oof, there's a lot on Instagram. Salt makes salt in your shoes makes you grow. Never heard that. Didn't know that. Mm. Mm. If you step on a crack, obviously eating at an auntie's house will bring a curse on the family. Like your own aunt or just right. anybody that's an that, aunt.
1: I need more, I need more context.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> eating at I mean, isn't your aunt part of the family? I don't understand right. how that brings a curse on the family. That's wild. If right. you see a dog poop, you get a sty. I mean, I kind of understand that. You (laughs) you assume that the bacteria wafts in your eye. Sure, sure. Holding your breath to make a tunnel, and a tunnel to make a wish. Mm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This one was interesting to me. Ghosts live in trees at night, and you should always cover your head while walking under trees.
1: Mm. I don't know. I although actually, I just had a really horrible thought. But just thinking about like our history, trees. Ooh. Has happened Ooh. up in
0: trees. And ghosts live in trees. Definitely goes there. Wow. Yeah. Wait, a lot of these actually probably have some level of that yeah, kind of like really tragic. Tragic trauma legitimacy behind them. For sure. Candyman, not my favorite, but definitely the most <laughs> effective. <laughs> that was so- I'm not saying candy man three times in a mirror either, personally. Absolutely not. Yeah. I just won't risk it because what's the point? I don't I don't understand. I do remember this one. People freaking out, or at least older folks, freaking out when you sweep their feet. I don't remember the reason, but I remember being like, mm. I can't sweep people's feet because it's a big deal. And I also remember that you have to like spit on the broom if you do it by accident or something. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. And then this last one, no hats on the bed or I'll sure die. You'll die. I don't know why everything results in death. I don't know. Very
1: extreme. There's no warnings. It's just, you know. You put the hat on the bed and now you're dead. I don't know. Zero to 100.
0: (laughs) Zero to 100 real quick. Absolutely. I don't know. I know that I love my people. I'll live by some of these superstitions. I'm always going to make Black IPs around New Year's because a lot of y'all didn't do it. I'm convinced. In the last few years, and that's why we are collectively having such a hard time. Um, I blame you guys, right? So please go ahead and make your black eye peas when you get the chance. And also, do you eat them less, or do you just like make them, or do oh, you just have them. them in the house? You eat them? <laughs> I eat them. <laughs> I do. I actually hate black eye So like, I hate them. Like, I <gasps> really don't like them.
1: Oh my god! At all, and yeah. so I'll
0: often like make it. And I won't consume it. So
1: maybe I've been the problem. So like give it away.
0: <laughs> right. I'll like have people over. It's like, okay, you guys can go ahead and eat this. So like, I don't like it. I thought um, that you usually, didn't eat
1: them to like have good luck.
0: I don't know. Maybe I've been doing it wrong. Maybe I've been doing it wrong. I don't know. Maybe I've been I'll doing like, it wrong eating the whole pot.
1: <laughs> What's that? Getting no, I, I, I
0: eat them. Okay. <laughs> no, I certainly eat them. I'll try to like force a spoonful down. Like I'm just like take it like a shot, swallow it real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. There have been previous years where I didn't even cook them. I just kind of got a can of beans or black eyed peas and just had them in the house. And I'm like, I hope that does it. Maybe I've been doing that. Maybe dedication. I'm the problem.
1: You know? That's dedication. I admire that though. Even not liking it, you're still sticking with it.
0: Yeah. I know my people, my mom's not about to drag me because I didn't do the <laughs> black tradition. Jesus. But yes, Black people, we love our superstitions. We are a, what is it called? We are like a a spiritual group. I feel like Black people are a-
1: Absolutely.
0: Right. A spiritual understanding group. Ooh, Les had this really good astrology series on- the podcast and it was fantastic on balanced black girl it was fantastic if you are interested in this type of stuff go check that out and i also had an astrology episode on this podcast where i talked to charmi from by astrology it's a very fun episode <laughs> we ended up dragging my co-host Because he gave us his chart, not knowing what he was getting into. Oh, no. He was like, oh, yeah, here's my birth time. we literally looking at the chart like, oh, Lord, a demon.
1: (laughs) Actually, this just made me think of another one. And maybe, I mean, this is also like spirituality. But when people post, I think people get to doing too much online. And I'll see people post like their entire birth chart. And I'm like, oh, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You don't. people don't need to know all your placements, all your everything. That's giving people way too much information. That is a superstition that I think we should all be mindful of. And just what we share on social media in general, because it is a portal. And I think maybe we can use some of that old school superstition to have a little bit of discernment with what we share. Mm hmm. That
0: I've watched like really big influencers post their entire charts online and I'm like, (sighs) I mean, okay, there's, there's no way that you are big on the internet and are not somewhat divisive or, you know, like have people who feel a way about you. Mm -hmm. Not everybody who's looking at your birth chart feels good about you is wishing you well and that type of stuff. And now they have literally like the center of you. If you believe in astrology in that way, can't do it. It's terrifying. Mm -mm. That's one that we should definitely pass down. We should start that. We should pass that down. Right? Should social media remain? Don't do that, y'all.
1: No, no. I also feel that way about like our houses and our homes and the way people will post like a tour of where they live or whatever. I think naturally, if you create or share content, sure, people will see things here and there. But I don't ever want anybody to feel like they're just invited over to my house. And if they see like a walkthrough of everything. I don't like that. I don't like feeling like I'm giving someone access to my space just in an uncontained way.
0: Absolutely. One hundred percent agree with that. Speaking of, I saw this terrifying TikTok. Sorry, y'all, for being scary on this episode. I saw this terrifying TikTok of this girl, like mm, she did like a mock phone conversation and it starts with just like written text that says, if you're in an Uber and you're feeling uncomfortable, turn the volume up on this and respond to my prompts. And it's essentially like, hey, girl, where are you? And then you as a listener gets to respond to stuff like that. She posted that. It was fantastic. I was like, wow, this is great. It's like, oh, what kind of car are you in? You know, like, so I can know what to look for outside. Yeah, Jake is here. He's getting your stuff. Like, blah, blah, blah Just to kind of soothe any uncomfortable situations. Let the Uber driver know mm-hmm. we're tracking mm-hmm. you. We have your information. Exactly. Do you know this girl received hundreds of death threats following that post? What? On Why? Instagram. People went to her Instagram. She in her request folder, she just had hundreds of death threats. One of the people sent her a photograph of her balcony.
1: No, that's sent so her scary. A
0: photograph of her balcony. It's fucking terrifying. People are sick. People have a sickness. I say all this to say, be very careful what you share online. Allegedly, we're going into scary astrological times. Not to get too woo-woo in the words of in the words of less. Uh, allegedly, <laughs> we're getting into like weird astrological times. Something's gonna go into Aquarius. I don't remember the planet, but mm, there's gonna be like a new shift in energy. And apparently, whatever placement is very chaotic. And they're saying the Astral Girls are saying, be careful about your social media usage. It's going to be a lot less safe. Don't post your kids. Don't post content inside of your house. Like you're saying, like no house stores, no shit like that, because it's just getting a lot less safe. So if you are somebody who regularly pisses people off on the internet, like I happen to be, be careful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, it's, it's no, that's important. I think that that's very important to share. And it's also just like access to you. Like Even though social media feels like it's not real, it is. And there are people on the other side who are energetically connecting with what you're putting out there. And so it's like just being really careful about what about you people have access to is important, I think.
0: Absolutely. It's like um, digital hygiene or Mm -hmm. like spiritual hygiene, even being very careful about who has access to you. I like what you said about who comes into your home Be mindful and cognizant of that because your energy is sacred, y'all. There's only, you know, you can't can't be energetically connected to everybody that has access to your YouTube channel or your podcast or something like that. Right. It's terrifying. I actually, I did
1: a... It is. I did an episode about spiritual hygiene in that series that you were talking about from earlier this year. Uh, and my guest was my friend, Satara, who she's an incredible healer, musician, extraordinaire, if y'all are interested in that episode. But she said what she likes to think about when she's sharing and sharing with discernment is a reminder that her grandmother used to tell her, which was don't do anything or share anything that you wouldn't want on the front page of the newspaper. Mm. And I'm like... I love ever since I heard her say that. I'm like, yes, that has so stuck with me Mm, in all contexts, in our posts, in our tweets. Are we DMing something that we would want (laughs) on the front page? You know what I mean? Everything that we share, like, where do we want that to end up?
0: Wait, that's really, really sound advice that I have that very much just shifted the way that I think about social media usage right at this second. Damn, all the little arbitrary tweets that I put out. I wouldn't want that shit on the front page. Like we could definitely scrap a lot of that and be more intentional. (laughs) Well, be more intentional. Well, oh my God, why can't I say intentional? Be more intentional about what I post on the internet. Hmm. It's scary out here. Anyways, (laughs) y'all, thank you for listening to this episode. Les and I are recording this episode on the Wednesday before Friday the 13th. I feel a little spooky energy. There's a Mercury retrograde. There's a lot going on in the cosmos. Y'all, be careful out here. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Les, can you let them know where they can find you? Oh, and now your microphone is out again. Lord. Oh, no. (laughs) How did we get here? Well, I'll tell y'all where you can find Les. I can't hear you, but no. Okay. You can find her at Balanced Less on Instagram. You can find her on her podcast, Balanced Black Girl. Um, please, five stars only for Balanced Black Girl. Period. And I will catch you next time. You already know you can find me BPLP Pod across all social media platforms. I just got a TikTok for BPLP yesterday so you can go ahead and follow the tiktok if you want there's nothing on it yet but there will be soon you can email me if you have topics that you want me to cover our email is black people gmail dot at gmail.com send me topics you want us to cover hate mail love mail all those things love to hear from y'all and i'll see you next time i'll what you next time i'll see you next time bye y'all <laughs>